Hi, I'm Katie Marquette, and you're listening to Born of Wonder. And here there is something more than just a transient experience. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. It's a mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. Diana Berry lives over there on Orchard Slope. You can meet her. This is my Diana. Perhaps Anne would like some ice cream and lemonade. She's jealous of you. Gilbert told Charlie Sloan that you were the smartest girl in school. Half the men across the country will be courting you when your story's published. You're going to be famous, and I'll be so proud. It was the gesture of a true friend to try to boost my spirits. <laughs> I solemnly swear to remain faithful to my bosom friend, Diana Berry, for as long as the sun and the moon shall endure. Some classic clips there from the excellent 1985 Anne of Green Gables miniseries highlighting the timeless relationship between Diana Barry and Anne Shirley. Bosom friends, kindred spirits, Anne and Diana's friendship is characterized by full acceptance and support. Diana indulging in and celebrating Anne's wild imagination and eccentricities, and Anne sometimes pushing Diana out of her shell but always valuing her for her kind heart, generosity, and gentle spirit. Welcome to Born of Wonder. I'm Katie Marquette, and on this podcast, we explore anything and everything that inspires wonder and awe in the world. And today, we'll be celebrating friendship, uh, especially here, Valentine's Day week. I'm recording this the Monday of Valentine's Day week. It'll come out on uh, February 13th, which is um, Galentine's Day, I think, officially. But I'm thinking of it as just Friendship Day, male-female friendships, those relationships outside of familial ties, spousal loyalty, uh, those very, very important relationships where we are just free to support and love love one another in, uh, in really important ways. I think friendship can sometimes um, be pushed aside. You know, some of these, the, you know, romantic love, parental love, these things are, I guess, flashier, <laughs> more um, inherently understood as valuable. Uh, we don't value friendship enough. So I wanted to, to talk about friendship today and celebrate friendship. I recently wrote a post on Substack all about friendship and especially C.S. Lewis's somewhat startling assertion that friendship is unnecessary. Um, and of course, the full quote there is, friendship is unnecessary, like philosophy, like art, it has no survival value, but it is one of those things that gives value to survival. So yeah, you know, I'm certainly somebody who thinks that philosophy and art are extremely important. I think on my Born of Wonder site, I wrote it so long ago now, I can't remember exactly what it says, but I think sort of my tagline there is that I think that art and beauty are as important as eating and sleeping, that this is part of what it means to be a human person is to be engaged in, uh, in, in beauty, it'd be to be immersed in beauty and art and stories that these, this is like as fundamental, 
fundamental to our biology, to who we are as human beings, as eating and sleeping and drinking and all those those biological necessities. And I think of friendship in a in a similar way, you know. Um, so while friendship might be unnecessary in the most basic sense, we need parents, we need spouses in ways that we don't need friends. Um, it is precisely that lack of obligation that has the potential to elevate friendship to an extraordinarily high, even near divine place in our lives. And of course, if we think of what Jesus said in John 15, 15, he said, no longer will I call you servants. Indeed, I have called you friends. And I think that that is no small thing, um, that in the incarnation, that God changes the relationship. Of course, there's still a father relationship, a parental relationship, our father, um, you know, and a sort of kingship relationship, a fealty relationship. Uh, we celebrate Christ the King, of course, but that there is a, a friendship there, that, that there was a friendship between Jesus and the disciples, between Jesus and Martha and Mary, and that these are, and Lazarus, that these were, these were real, true friendships. Um, and, and you think about the immense devotion, immense love that was characterized in these friendships. Um, and I think of C.S. Lewis, again, a man who so valued his friendships. Friendships were in many ways the defining feature of his life. Of course, C.S. Lewis was famously a member of the Inklings, the literary group that included J.R.R. Tolkien and Charles Williams. Um, and these were, you know, this was this was foundational to him. Lewis really, he, he struggled a lot in his romantic relationships. He had some odd romantic relationships in his life. Um, if you've read anything about that, uh, you know, he, he, he had, he had some issues and he had some issues, um, in the wake of his mother's death, um, that he really never got over. There was, there was sort of a, a gaping hole in his life, um, that he never really dealt with fully, I think. Um, and you can sometimes see that in the way he writes about women. Uh, as much as I love C.S. Lewis, I do not love the way, the simplistic ways that he often writes about women. And I will never, ever forgive him what, for what he did to Susan in the Narnia series. Um, but anyway, that is a discussion for another day. But, you know, C.S. Lewis, he, of course, converted to Christianity, the true myth that he would call it. And, uh, you know, I think that he especially understood that mankind is called into friendship with the divine. And of course, free will and um, freedom of love being, you know, the freedom to love uh, being so important in our theology. Um, that is so important in, I think, the sort of holy aspect of what friendship is. Friendship is freely given, free really, freely received, and in its purest form, it's untainted by lust, obligation, duty, anything. It just simply is. It's just pure gift. Um, so I think that that, it's, that that is very, very much worth celebrating. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about what C.S. Lewis said about friendship here, and I'm also going to introduce you to um, a very fun, interesting, complicated friendship from one of my favorite Broadway musicals, so stay tuned for that. But while I have you here, I just want to tell you that you can find me online at Substack, and I will put a link to this um, to, to this post I did about friendship. I also wrote in that post about the idea of Anam Kara, which is the Irish concept of soul friendship, which I find very beautiful. I will put a link to that. Um, I'm always writing away on Substack and I would love to have you there. So um, please head on over and subscribe if you haven't. You can go to bornofwonder.com, contact me anytime. And um, at the end of this episode, I'm going to, you know, we're going to have this whole whole bit here on friendship, and then I'm going to 
you know, share my recommended song that I've been listening to. And then I'm going to have uh, sort of a second mini episode in here, which is a, the audio from a video chat that Christy Isinger and I did um, promoting our upcoming trip to Ireland in October of this year of 2024. So um, you can watch the video of that on, on Substack. I will put the link to that. Um, but it was just sort of our chance to to talk about the trip, what we're excited about. And I also wanted to learn from Christy about her experience going on one of these group trips. And it actually fits really well into this discussion of friendship, because I think when you look at a trip like this, you know, of course, you're thinking about the amazing sights you'll see, you know, you're thinking about, oh, my goodness, I'm so excited to see Ireland. And sometimes it can be sort of the secondary tier of like, oh, and I assume I'll meet some cool people too, right? But um, from Christy's experience of doing a pilgrimage before uh, she came away with like the lasting memories, the most unique part of the whole experience was the people. And I think that there is a real chance here to develop authentic friendships in a really unique way because we're not going to have to be worrying about the travel logistics. We're going to be outside of all of sort of our work and family obligations. We're going to be able to be completely present to the places where we're going and to the people we are with. And I think that this is just an amazing opportunity to yeah, to, 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 to grow in friendship and to sort of um, rebelliously assert in this, you know, internet driven age that um, real embodied in-person friendships going to places in person is like incredibly important that that being in this human body on this earth um, is is something important that we sort of can't live these one dimensional lives on the other side of the screen. We really need to see one another and be with one another um, and that that is is a vital part of friendships. So that's really, um, it's a goal of mine in promoting this trip and doing this trip. And so I, I hope you enjoy that conversation. Um, and there is a promotion going on this week that we talk about. Um, so if you are interested in signing up, signing up between February 14th and the 21st with another person, you'll get $300 off. So stay tuned for more of those details. But first of all, I just want to dive in some more here into the very idea of friendship and why it is so important. So uh, just a little behind the scenes here is that I am recording the rest of this episode about, um, you know, five, five or six hours after I recorded the first part, I started the one part during nap, nap time. And now it's, you know, after bedtime and I'm exhausted. (laughs) So if like the first half of the episode, you're like, wow, okay, Katie sounds awake and alive and upbeat and then the second half you're like is something wrong with my podcast player is it playing at half speed like why does this sound like this person is just like barely you know barely there um that's why so (laughs) just just a little honest uh honest backstage there but I I'm here for it we're gonna dive back into the friendship idea here um get by with a little help from my friends right um right now my friends are chamomile mint tea so it doesn't get much more exciting than that so here i am with my tea ready to talk more about friendship so we have this idea of philia friendship love um that has so much potential to give meaning and purpose to our lives and as i as i've said i think unfortunately the concept of real soul friendships um you know that that deep level friendship not just like an acquaintanceship or something that's based on uh similar interests i mean we all have um you know people i guess we would categorize as friends um but 
on a surface level, you know, um, maybe they're coworkers, maybe, um, you know, we, we know them through hobbies or other groups, or even, um, sometimes like your mom group friends, you know, if you have play dates, things like that, like you have something, you know, you enjoy spending time together, but these aren't necessarily people that you're like bearing your heart and soul to. Right. Um, and I think a lot of people actually go their whole lives without, um, really having these kind of soul level friendships. And of course your partner, your spouse, um, your romantic partner can be one of those soul friends, but it doesn't have to be, you know, C.S. Lewis takes a lot of time in his book, The Four Loves, which I would very much recommend, great Valentine's Day reading there, to go into sort of the different sorts of loves, and Eros, romantic love, is its own thing, you know, is its own sort of beautiful expression of love, but friendship love, um, philia, is is different, and it, it should be sort of celebrated in its own right. But in modern society, we are very quick to dismiss friendship. We hear all the time about, you know, people being ghosted or um, people are simply unable to make new friends, um, especially sort of once you're past a certain uh, stage in life. I know it, it can be hard uh, sort of once you're past your like school, school age, um, at, once you're at past college, um, graduate school, and even of course under those circumstances too, but w- where, you know, you're just sort of an adult living in the world and you're very busy and it can be very hard to make uh, new friends Um, and it can be especially hard in a digitally driven society digitally based society and one thing I've really found since I logged off social media is that it can be hard to sustain and maintain friendships for you to really have that closeness with somebody that sort of deep level closeness um, it really has to be earned and that takes time so uh, with so many of us living quite isolated uh, or far away from friends and family this means that I make a lot of time for voice memos and phone calls and lengthy emails and update texts and letter writing I have to you know I mean friendship if, if you're going to maintain a deep friendship like that's what it that's what it takes, right? Now, I also want to bring up that I don't think, I, I don't necessarily think that constant connectivity or like constant talking equals deep friendship. You know, I mean, you can be talking to somebody every day and have it be very surface level. And there are other friends who I would consider close friends who, you know, we uh, may not talk uh, for a while, but then we'll have a big update and, uh, you, you know, or we're maintaining a friendship through letters or, you know, voice memos as we can. And, um, you know, because maybe <laughs> I'm thinking of a few people in particular, and we all just have small children right now. And we're just very understanding of sort of life's daily chaos. And, um, you know, but but we still sort of maintain that deep level friendship. So I, it's not necessarily about constant connectivity, but it is about time and um, you do have to invest in that friendship um, over the over the long run, right? But in, with social media, I think a lot of us sort of maintain uh, su- superficial level friendships um, and we have sort of the illusion of friendship because we see people's updates, we know what they're up to, and so maybe we don't feel the need to reach out to them, we don't have to send updates ourselves, you know, we can just do a quick like here and there, a comment, and that's sort of check the box of maintaining that friendship. So um, I will say that since I logged off social media, I have become much closer with a number of people, but I also have lost touch with people. I have, I would say, fewer acquaintances, but more deep friendships. And to me, this is the more, you know, this is the more important, more nourishing, long-term, lifelong thing. 
So I wanted to talk here a little about a, a little bit about another a, a famous friendship, and uh, maybe you'll know the one I'm talking about after I play a little bit of this song. I've heard it said that people come into our lives for a reason. Bringing something we must learn And we are led to those Who help us most to grow If we let them And we help them in return Well, I don't know if I believe that's true but I know I'm who I am today. One of the great friendship songs, if you if you ask me. I mean, there are actually a lot of great friendship songs from this this musical. Of course, it's Elphaba and Glinda from uh, Wicked. Uh, my friend was just in New York City, and she went to see Wicked on Broadway, and it made me think about this musical again. I was absolutely obsessed with it in high school, loved it. It was my sort of constant soundtrack. I think my AIM screen name was like Dancing Through Life. <laughs> <laughs> something like that and really even though there is a romance in that story and the entire story though is really about a very complex friendship between Glinda and Elphaba and so for both for those of you who don't know the story this is the backstory of the Wicked Witch of the West from the Wizard of Oz it's based on a very bizarre book um, by Gregory Maguire um, and it tells the story of Elphaba the the future wicked wicked witch who's always been an outsider she's odd she has green skin um she ends up having a real you know a real knack for magic as well uh she has a sister who's um, wheelchair bound but very beautiful who ends up being the wicked witch of the east um and they go away to college and uh there alphabet meets Glinda, the future, or Galinda, there's sort of an odd name change that happens halfway through the musical, I'll just call her Glinda, um, the future good witch. Um, she's very pretty, very blonde, um, and a very shallow person, uh, famously played by uh, Kristen Chenoweth in the original run. Um, perfect casting there. So ultimately, they develop a very unlikely friendship, but circumstances develop, betrayals happen, misunderstanding and mis- misunderstandings, and it ends up uh, with them being sworn enemies. But in this song here, which is called For Good, you see the complexity of what has happened, that because I knew you, I have been changed for good. I knew you because I This is also an aspect of friendship that I think is not talked about enough, um, is the changing nature of friendship over the years. I mean, hopefully not not changing from, you know, best friends to sworn enemies, but uh, certainly circumstances change, you change, and sometimes that means um, that a friendship might end or at least be very altered, maybe less close than it once was. And I think that happens a lot, and it doesn't necessarily need to be a bad thing. I think, again, that social media... Pr- 
promotes this idea of being in touch all the time and that you're close to everyone from your whole life, you know, everyone from your, you know, acquaintance from ninth grade math class to your, you know, college dorm mate to your co-workers are seeing your entire life online and that has sort of given us all this weird illusion of that we sort of have to stay close to everyone from every phase of our life and I think that's completely unnatural of completely unrealistic you know um and of course there are those you know Anne and Diana like bosom friends, kindred spirits, um, if we're lucky and we'll get to know them our whole, whole life, you know, God willing, and that we can stay, they, we can stay friends with them. They can stay with us through all the changes. And that is a really very special thing when you have it. And it's something to value. I really, I, I'm lucky that I have a couple friendships like that, including, you know, one of my, my very best friends who we met when we were three years old and we're still, uh, you know, best friends. And we are very, very different. We're very different from one another. We're very different from, you know, who we were in elementary school. And um, we've been able to sort of maintain that friendship. And I do really value that. Um, so if you have it, value it, you know, for sure. But I also think it's okay to talk about, you know, that friendships change and alter and sometimes end and that that's okay too. So I hope this has been you know, just a good chance to think about uh, the role that friendship plays in our lives, the the importance of it. And just broadly speaking here, again, with it being Valentine's Day tomorrow, um, you know, all the cheesiness of the holiday, everything, of course, everybody still wants to get, you know, some nice flowers or some chocolate or something. Of course we do. Um, but that, you know, love, if we're talking about love, it, like it takes so many different forms and friendship is a very valuable you know, expression of love and, uh, it's worth celebrating. So I hope that, you know, you'll take some time to, um, you know, send a letter, <laughs> send a letter that we'll get there next week. But, you know, that's the thought that counts. Send a text, do a phone call, a voice memo, just let your friends know that you're thinking about them, that you love them. Um, I think it's important to do that. And, um, and yeah, so I'm going to, launch now into um, the chat I did with Christy all about the pilgrimage to Ireland, uh, which again, I really want to be all about friendship. I really do. So um, I hope you'll consider joining us. I really do. So, um, but first of all, I wanted to share with you a song that I discovered with the creepy AI generated recommendations from Spotify, which are usually pretty good, I hate to say. Um, so, you know, it's like, oh, here's your like mid-morning mix or something. It's some nice folk mix and it's good. What can I say? It's good. Um, and this is a song called uh, Down by the Water um, by Abigail LaPelle. And I think it's just lovely. It's just like, it's a, I was playing it and Chris, my husband said something like, this is a real like vibe song, a real mood song. Like it just like, it just sets the mood like in a very sort of introspective, thoughtful way. And um, my older daughter really likes it also. So um, yeah, so this is just a really beautiful little folk song here, um, Down by the Water by Abigail LaPelle. I'll put a link in the show notes and I'll put all relevant links in the show notes as well to the, um, you know, Substack post I mentioned and all the details for the pilgrimage and everything like that. So uh, I hope you enjoy this chat that I had with Christy. And, um, and again, uh, I've done a podcast episode with Christy before, if you go back in the archives, um, had sort of an honest internet parenting chat, just all about it. Um, Christy is a really down to earth, really funny, witty person, um, raising five kids, homeschooling them. And just, I think is just, 
she's just a very very honest person so when she says that she's had good experiences with select she means it um i really value her advice and insight as we plan this trip and i think it's going to be such a gift to be able to co-lead with her and and she's also a lot of fun we talk a lot about pub time here about how we're going to really value pub time so <laughs> i'm telling you there's something for everything on this trip if you're like introvert if you're extrovert if you're it's just it's got it all we sort of planned it in a way that um everyone's going to feel comfortable so stay tuned to hear more all about that but in the meantime enjoy this song here and i have a few interviews that i'm doing too this week and some more coming up um so stay tuned for some great interviews with some guests also so as always i'm katie marquette and this is born of wonder thank you so much for listening with select before and you have had nothing but good experiences do you want to just tell us a little bit about where you went before and what it's like traveling with a professional tour guide company yeah so my it was my first experience traveling with a tour that wasn't world youth day and it's traveling with a tour group and traveling in England was my first, it was my first time for all of it. We went into uh, 2022, two years ago, although it feels like yesterday because time flies. And to be honest, I felt like I, I didn't know what to expect. I just didn't know if we're too, were they fun? Were they stuffy? Were they, I didn't know what to expect at all. And I thought, I'm like, oh, maybe tours are made for people who like are scared to travel or don't feel confident traveling by themselves. And it's going to, maybe we're going to feel really hemmed in together but it was definitely not that it was it turned out to be such a great time such a great experience it was so fun to have an entire an entire trip where you didn't stress about one thing Mm. you didn't have to worry about when you were leaving where you were going what hotel you were staying at even yeah where it just felt so good to have none of those stresses on you and I know that sometimes when we travel we do enjoy that like when we're traveling maybe like by ourselves and fun and fancy free but I feel like after a lot of years traveling with my children it felt so good to not have to be making a million decisions all the time it really did take I felt like that was the biggest difference it really took that much just like mental space off of off of your plate and where you could really just enjoy the experience and I know that sounds a little bit like cliche but that's actually what happened (laughs) and I was surprised because I thought it was going to 
hamper my experience somehow, but actually it just freed up so much of me. Like it, it freed up my mental capacity. It freed up my ability to really be present in those places and enjoy them because I wasn't concerned about what time we had to be somewhere or the traffic or the directions or where we were going to next, because that was all taken care of. So I, I found it to be a really wonderful experience and to be everything that I kind of like all of my bad assumptions were completely corrected for traveling with a tour group. So if that is something that like you feel like like an uh oh I wouldn't travel in a tour group I I can can say that was my initial that was my initial assumption starting out and I can say that it completely was not that. It was so much fun and it just allows you so much more space and yeah. ability to enter into those places you're visiting. And to just enjoy being with the people you're with, which is, I think, such a great gift. And when we travel with Select, they are really good about giving space and time within the schedule for you to travel and to do your own thing within the the tour itself. And I was traveling with the majority of the people who went with us to England were very experienced travelers. And so they, they loved it. They loved being able to have a couple hours here and there. We had a couple hours free, like in Oxford, and some of us went in one direction and some of us went in another direction. And we all uh, ended up meeting up in a pub later. Like Mm -hmm. it was just, it was like the perfect combination of having things on its schedule, but also having enough time to experience separate things or even Mm -hmm. like your own introverted time to have that built in, I think was a perfect, a perfect mix. And I really appreciated that as someone who doesn't want to do, <laughs> as someone right. who usually doesn't want to do what everybody else is doing, I found, I appreciated having that time. So it was a really, yeah, again, like I said, a perfect mix of having enough of a schedule and seeing sites that you wanted to see, everybody yeah. wanted to see, but also having enough leisure and personal time for you to do what, what also yeah. what you wanted yourself. So I think that's a really, I think that's a really important part that I think if you're evaluating how you want to spend your time when you're traveling, you really want to know that's going to be part of it. Yeah, that's so, I hadn't really thought about it in those terms, but especially since this is a pilgrimage and we're taking sort of a spiritual component with us as well is to have that mental weight off is so important because if you, I think about any times that I've traveled, mm-hmm. yeah, it's even when it's fun, it's still so much in the background of I'm Google Maps and like trying to like look at the times of everything. When does this yeah. open? What, how much does it cost to get into this museum or whatever? And mm-hmm. like just having that, I'm just trying to like imagine that and I'm so excited to experience that. Have that removed? Doesn't that, yeah, just yeah. have that removed. I can't even, that's yeah. going to free up so much mental space. And for us to just be able to, like you said, be present with the people who are there and to the places that we're seeing without that mm-hmm. added thinking about how are we going to get yeah. X and Z? Where are we going to go later? That's just taken away. That is, that's huge mm-hmm. for sure. It feels really dramatic. Like it, it feels really dramatic compared to... Yes, traveling by yourself or traveling with your family. Yeah, <laughs> the difference right. between having all of that taken care of mm-hmm. feels feels huge, and I think it. Yes, I think it definitely helps when you're trying to enter into either these like hugely important historical sites or mm-hmm. very spiritual and sacred spaces to just have that ability to be like, yeah, I am here. 
this year. As a pilgrim, and I don't have to worry about when my bus leaves. Like, right, I'm just here until until we gently move on to the next place. It was it. Yeah, it really is great. And I just did not expect to enjoy it as much as I did. Like, I didn't think that I did not think that aspect of being in a tour group was going to turn out as well as it did. Yeah. It was surprising to me. And then I once once you experience it, you're like, oh, wow, this is great. This is great. I want to do that again. Yeah, I want to do I'm it. Totally, I'm totally like you in that, like, I hear like tour and I'm just like, uh, I don't know, because I want to be able to do, I don't know, I want to be able to do my thing, like whatever. Yeah. I don't want to be like a cattle car right. onto, off the bus and stuff like that. And I know when yes. you and I were right. talking about doing mm-hmm. this pilgrimage and stuff that was like very important to us was that it didn't feel that way and that we did build in space to yes. say we're going to have free afternoons here and there to make sure that people can do their own thing. And mm-hmm. I never want people, we wanted to pack it in. We want you to get your money's worth and see these amazing things while we're there, but also to have the breathing space, to have time to not feel rushed out of the pub if you're having a great conversation or whatever. <laughs> so, so I'm with you. Exactly. That, like, my only group experiences were like my parents really got into cruises in the 90s. They loved cruises and we just cruised oh, really? all around and it was terrible. It was not great because it had the activity schedule and they're just, it was just to me, that's what I associate as being like pulled onto something with an activity list. And I know from talking to you and other people who've done pilgrimages and tour things I wanted to be reassured it's not like that this is like the opposite of that it's to it's to provide you with the space and like mental freedom to really enjoy where you are which I'm so excited for (laughs) exactly yes and it's and it, it, it is so nice to have local guides who who understand where you're visiting and who know how smoothly something's going to go or they give you tips about, you know what, this is actually, maybe skip this. This is more worth your time. Spend more time here. And they are, like, the guides themselves are just very knowledgeable and they're very good at facilitating the best time. And they're not at all, you don't at all feel pushed or rushed or anything. Like, they'll tell you what time our bus is, like, setting out. But other mm-hmm. than that, it's very, it's very left up to your individual experience, which is really fun. And, yeah. and I mean, I think it's so unique to be able to travel with people who want to share the same experiences as you. And I don't think, I, I just, it's, I just, I was like, how else does that happen? And I think it's really unique and it's really cool to think about that this is not just a pilgrimage of us sort of wanting to take the same vacation. Mm-hmm. Because it's more than that. It's people who share the same interests and who share the same, I think, desire to know more about a place and about what it means. And, and not just about the place itself, but like the deeper meaning of a place and what right. that can offer us mm-hmm. individually and spiritually. Mm-hmm. And to do that with people who share that is really, really powerful. And I don't think I, it's hard to, it's hard to kind of put that into words because it really is like a huge part of the experience. Yeah. And when you're thinking about signing up for a trip, I think like the people is are like, I feel like that's usually like down on the list, but mm-hmm. really traveling with other people with a shared goal and desire to see and travel and experience things is actually, I don't know, yeah. it's probably, it, it, it will probably come out to be your top takeaway. 
mm-hmm. which again is is so surprising. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's totally it. It's I, great. And I think that something about all of us being out of our comfort zones, like we're all traveling together, like the sort of closeness right. that develops in that those kind of environments. And again, where we are free from work, you know, away from the kids, away from family obligations, mm-hmm. away from thinking about all those travel details. It's like you can just it's like such a unique opportunity to be present to other people that I honestly can't think of like pretty much any, any other scenarios where that happens under those circumstances. Yeah. Like it's really amazing. So exactly. But it, with that being it, said, it really it, is. And it's very like magical. Yeah. So I was just going to say, with that being said, the place we are going is amazing. So, I mean, you're going to meet great people, but it is worth going yeah. for like the experience of what we're seeing <laughs> as well. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that like when I was thinking about doing this, Ireland really popped into my head really soon because I just, I love Ireland. I've been there twice now. I, my husband and I, uh, when we graduated from college, we did our after college thing and we just jetted off to Ireland with a vague return date and just kind of wandered around for about a month. And we spent most of our time in Northern Ireland, uh, but it was just amazing. So it's, this is like the best thing for me because I get to go back to Ireland, which I love so much, but I'm actually going to be exploring places I haven't seen in Ireland myself. I've watched from afar how I've never been to the Cliffs of Moher or anything. And I'm so excited to see that Cliffs of Insanity from Princess Bride for anybody who knows that reference. But yeah, like in Dublin is amazing. Dublin's an amazing city. I did do the literary pub pub crawl when I was there before and we're going to do that. But Ireland is, it's just like a magical place. Like speaking of the, just the spiritual depth of just like the landscape I just can't really describe it like it's just amazing and then we will specifically be going to like amazing spiritually rich locations I'm very excited to hike St. Patrick's Mountain Craig Patrick we looked up how to say Craig so oh my gosh Craig that's a mountain Irish for anybody who hopefully all the uh yeah all the the Irish experts will let our yeah, let yes, it go. Exactly. They'll have to train us. Uh, hopefully our accent will mm-hmm. better as the yeah. trip goes on. I'm going to um, develop, develop. That, I, exactly. We're going to develop it. Isn't it crazy to think that, I don't know, just the more I think about it, I'm like, that's bonkers. St. Patrick fasted and stayed on that mountain for 40 days. What? What? And we can go, you can actually hike up it yourself? I mean, it, it seems unbelievable. It's all unbelievable. Yeah, um, it's just right? it's unreal. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so like, Chris, where are you most excited to see? Oh my gosh, I don't know. It, it's very. It's I, like I said. Like when I think about, yeah, Craig Patrick, Craig Craig Patrick. Craig when Patrick. I think about, yes, the Cliffs of Moher. When I think about the Rock of Cashel, I just think about that, and I love. But I'm also I'm such a, like I love the country. I love the countryside, obviously. So I am very excited to see these. We are going to be stopping in several smaller countryside mm-hmm. villages, which yes. I I feel like that is part of experiencing a country or mm-hmm. a landscape. And so I'm really excited to just be able to spend time mm-hmm. in these places. Very, the, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for Dublin too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Of course. I better see, like, when I was in, when I was in England, every time I saw sheep in a field, I was just like, 
is this even real? Is this even real? I know. And, right? I, and I think I'll be like that and I'll like, be like, every time. Yes, exactly. Like every time I see sheep in a green field, I'll be like, look, I just became a little more Irish and I need yep. to drink a pint of Guinness again. And do you know what I mean? I feel like yeah, you'll have some like nice little so music <laughs> going on in your head, nice soundtrack going on. And, yes. and we, we will be hearing some amazing like yeah. local music. Mm-hmm. And I, I love Irish music so much. It's just, I know. I, it's just, I am really excited so to experience the cultural aspects yep. in the little towns and we get to go visit with yeah. this, like, a local family and see they're going to play music for us. And that's going to be really great. I'm really looking forward to just experiencing it's that. It's going to be so fun. And we are going to have tea at a castle. Mm-hmm. So that's also and I mean, I, um, yes, I am always here. I'm always here for a fancy house. Absolutely. I feel like every I feel like every trip to Europe should include a fancy house at some point. At least one. I, yes. Like I think it really is on the checklist. Yeah, at least one. And I'm very excited for Trinity, the Trinity College Library. No. Maybe I should just, we probably could, don't you think you could just make a pilgrimage of just spending 12 days and every day you just go to the library? You wouldn't do anything else. Yeah, that's it. I feel like you could do that. Just take a different route to the library every day. Yeah, absolutely. Like you don't need anything else. Like that library in and of itself is it. I mean, (laughs) so that, yeah, that's going to be so incredible. I feel like that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. We're going to the Trinity Library and it's going to be great. Yep. And then I feel like I would sign up just for that. I'd be like, oh, well, there we go. That's all that's I need. For 12 yep. days. For 10 days, I could just, yeah, I'll just go there every day. And that will every be my, day. that'll be me happy. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And, uh, and yeah, and get a Guinness on the way to the library. Wait, get a Guinness on the way home? I feel like that's You're going to be day, having right? a great time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like when we're talking about this trip, I feel like it. I I just like really want to like express to people that I want you to come because I feel like it's not just going to be a um like a cultural trip or a spiritual trip. I feel like we are we want to incorporate all these things while also having a good time and having fun together and having fun experiences that you are going to remember and laugh about later and making great memories at the same time as having hopefully like very important spiritual experiences going to these sacred places I just I feel like I really want to like to say that yeah like I really want it to be all of those things Mm -hmm. and not just like a one one dimensional trip I really feel like all of these things are possible on one trip yeah Absolutely. And who knows sort of what place in your life, like what you need most at this moment in your life. I feel like there are going to be so many opportunities, Mm -hmm. like sort of depending on where you are, like for something different to speak to you, depending on just what you need and what your interests are. I think that it's going to kind of cover everything. I like when we kind of finalized Mm -hmm. this itinerary, like I couldn't, I was so excited just to see that we were able to bring in all these elements together, like in one trip that you kind of had. You had exactly. the city, amazing like city experiences in Dublin. We have the authentic countryside experiences. We have like amazing spiritual pilgrimage sites. And we also get like authentic Irish mm-hmm. culture all wrapped up in one, one experience. So I feel like if you want to go to Ireland and you've yeah. been wanting to go to Ireland, like now is the time. This is the trip. This is like going to be sort of, I can't really imagine a better uh, 
a better initial experience or a better return to Ireland. Like, I'm so excited to go back. This is going to be, I'm just so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like we really, I feel like the itinerary itself really covers so much of, I think, what you would want to see if uh-huh. you went to Ireland, but with so much more. Oh, we also didn't mention that we've got whiskey d- distillery tours. Yes. Um, that's we're going to learn how they make Irish, Irish, Irish cream. Yeah, it'll we're be going a lot to the Guinness factory. Like, I feel like we're Irish yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like we've really got our bases covered. We've really <laughs> got them covered, guys. Yeah. And we're going to do the, we're going to do the Guinness factory, which I know people are like, oh, maybe it's like touristy. But I went there and it's it's a pretty amazing experience going through that factory. You get to pull your own pint and there's like a very yeah. specific way you do it so that you can get yeah. that perfect foam cap. And this is life lessons that will serve you throughout mm-hmm. life. I mean, like you got to be able to have a perfect Guinness in life. Like you're going to exactly. bring this foam and it's going to serve you forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, like I forgot. Yeah, we're going to have great we're going to have great drinks, too. So it's it, it really it's does experience. Absolutely. Yeah. Priceless. <laughs> yeah. Very absolutely priceless. Yeah. And I feel I also. Uh, I also very much value, yeah, I very much value pub time. So Absolutely. I mean, like it, even though that's not on the itinerary, time definitely be enjoying that every day. Pub time is part of it for sure. So yeah. any free afternoon you see on the itinerary, if you want to make that pub time, make it mm-hmm. pub time. Like we, that's that, where I will it, be. Our full encouragement and support. Yeah. You'll find Christy. She will be at the bar stool. We'll just that's where she'll be. So don't worry about it. Yeah, um, it's good times. It's good times. So, so yeah, right. so we, we really so want we you should to... probably let people know. Yes, that's exactly what I was just gonna say. Is that now is the now is a great yeah. time to sign up because there's an amazing promo going on right now, and that was one of the reasons we wanted to do this now before all my tech hating followers and fellow luddites sign off for Lent. Want to get a hold of you guys and let you know that there's an amazing promo from it's from the 14th February 14th. Through the 21st, if you sign up with another person, any other person, you share a room, you get $300 off the total and uh, you don't have to do anything. There's no promo code or anything. It's just like when you sign up on those dates. So if you've been thinking about signing up with a friend or your spouse, like if if now's the time, it's a really it's a really good deal. Mm -hmm. And just from my own travel experiences, like expense wise, like I think this is you're getting a lot for what you're paying for. You, like when you look at the yeah. detail, everything that's being covered, it's actually like pretty incredible, like everything that's going to be covered in that price. And I the airfare price is actually yeah. excellent. But if you are like a bargain hunter for your own airline fees, you can also opt to just do the trip and find your own air. That's totally fine, too. But mm-hmm. yeah, with that's all, true. Love to get you signed up. Love to start connecting with people and getting mm-hmm. ready to go. So. Yeah. Should we also mention that if you don't know anyone who would go with you, which is sad because obviously everybody should want to go with you. But if you would like to be hopefully matched up with somebody else, we mm-hmm. are hoping to connect people together to get you guys the discount. So yes. if you're interested in that, just message Katie or I and we will hopefully put you in touch with somebody else who would like yes. to save money and sign yes. up. Yeah. And, and like we said, we want the- everybody to take advantage of this deal. Yep. And like we said, like the people are going to be like, this is such a highlight is like meeting the people. So fellow people who are looking to sign up for this are, they're going to be kindred spirits with you. I guarantee it. So if you are thinking Mm -hmm. about it, this is actually, I mean, maybe it's like meant to be like, maybe this new roommate is going to become a really great friend. So just don't be shy. Just reach out. 
and we can connect you. And also no pressure if you decide, I don't really want to share room. I want anybody to feel trapped into anything. But like, you're just like, I don't think so. But just, it's a great opportunity and anybody wants to, to get the discount, I want you to be able to get the discount. So just another thing to throw out there for sure. Exactly. We want to help you out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So if you have any more, if you have any other kinds of questions too, let us know. We will do our best to answer them and we will find any answers you may need. We really, yeah, just want to help you out. Let us know if there's anything we can do, help, do to help. And we think it's going to be really great. Yeah. Yeah. And Christy and I are going to do probably another like a longer podcast episode. Maybe we'll pick like an Irish theme. Maybe we'll get some Guinness when we chat for St. Patrick's Day. Mm, Stay tuned for that. Good idea. If you have any, yeah. any questions before then or anything, or if you uh, sign up and you want us to sort of talk more about one aspect of the trip or something, let us know. But in the meantime, yeah, just reach out. But I'm wishing everybody a, I don't know, it's happy Lent always sounds weird to say, but a, a spiritually uh, productive and wonderful Lent. And just to get you through this time of fasting, you can think of all the feasting we're going to do on this Ireland mm -hmm. pilgrimage. So I'm looking forward to it. But thanks, mm -hmm. Christy, for yes, chatting with exactly. me. And I'm so looking forward to traveling with you. Yeah, it's, it's going to be an amazing time. Thanks, Katie. We'll talk again soon. All right. Bye. It's about uh, being. It's about the things that matter to me. It's about the white spaces between the paragraphs. Then God said, let there be light. It's a mistake you always made, Doc, trying to love a wild thing. <laughs>